welcome to the shutdown full cast oh hello this is an express edition we're just gonna record this before a long holiday weekend because you know uh, we'd actually like to have those that would be good we would like to announce that we are doing a star wars spinoff movie folks on wilro hood who is the character who can be seen fleeing Cloud City with a machine that looks like ice cream and was eventually given a lengthy <laughs> backstory in the expanded universe. So look for it in 2020. We're excited. This is our first. Um, it's a Vox Media production. You've seen we, we, did, we did a Netflix show. We got a CNN show. Um, Godfrey did a show for your phone that you can watch soon. It'll come out someday soon, allegedly. Um, but the shutdown full cast is, is excited. We're making a it's called Hood. It's the name of it. Yeah. I like somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. I'll find out who it was. They said, listen, the only Star Wars movie I want is I want a whole movie on that huge space worm in Empire Strikes Back. Because damn, how'd that worm get so fucking big? (laughs) I think it's like every fucking day a spaceship comes through there. Some dumbass spaceship comes through there. So that's enough calories. The way they filmed it was deceptive. That was actually not a little traveled uh, asteroid belt. That was like that was like an interstate. It was just it was slow traffic that day. I just want one where you know one of the voices narrating it, like it's David Attenborough, and then it switches to a guy going, "Damn, that worm's big, ain't it? That's a big old worm." Just Brett Bielema sitting there going, "Oh man, look at the that's a beefy worm." So we were down by the creek the other day. We seen a worm about that big. I, I think it, it was a uh, black and red. You know what kind that is? There's those poisonous. I would love to do a film, uh, a standalone Star Wars film on Grumgar. Um, I had to look him up. Grumgar is the enormous dude that you see for a second in Maz Kanata's scene in her little bar. Uh, in uh, I believe that wasn't the Last Jedi. It was. Uh, yeah, Force Awakens. So in Force Awakens, there's the bar scene, right? It's like the sort of he's like the he's like the galaxy's natural power lifter in a pretty well cut jacket. I gotta say, like, look, the longer I looked at Grumgar in the photos, I thought, well, you know what? It's tailored. You don't just get that off the rack. Yeah, no, he's like the Trevor. He went to Trevor Manage's tailor. He's a big man, but the clothes, <laughs> the the clothes fit real well. They're beautifully cut. Like, I love Marcus Spears and everything, but, like, it took until this season for him to realize his biceps, they're too damn big for a standard cut. He can't go off the rack. Yeah, the the, the ads for that XL clothing store, it's, it's it's uh you know, DJ Khaled and this guy. Yeah, you know, be it, it, listen, take care of yourself. Exercise a little self-care and go to a tailor just like Grongard did so he can get his fly-ass jacket and the pants which fit over his enormous thighs. And then, I don't know much about this character, so if you're a real super nerd, I don't know, hit me up. You can even email me. I might read it. There's this uh, other sort of uh, lady who's kind of using him. I read up in the backstory, and uh, she's kind of taking advantage of Grumgar uh, and playing him up. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you find me attractive? I'm gorgeous. <laughs> even though even though he looks like an enormous like space rhino man combination with two horns on his chin, right? He... Uh, he's sitting there and she's like posted up on him. I want an entire like Netflix series about their relationship. That's it. Just about him. And you know what? Here's an excerpt from the reviews, which is I'm baffled at why head writer Spencer Hall included 
an easy 90 minutes of scenes of just him deadlifting. I don't understand why this happened. I don't understand why there's just extended workouts and shots of him eating. That reviewer clearly not familiar with your previous films. I um I have another one to recommend. This is I didn't know about this character until uh, excellent IO9 article 11 minor Star Wars characters who got absurdly full lives in the expanded universe. This, yes. this guy's name is Davin Felf <clears throat> and the opening sentence of his entry. Of course the guy who says, "Look sir, droids in a new hope has a 4000 word entry on Wikipedia." <laughs> Yes, it's just some stormtrooper who had one line, and uh, the expanded universe gave him this massive sprawling backstory. Which, like, until Disney came in and, and just deleted all that nerd shit, um, that was true for literally anyone who appeared in any of the movies. Including, here's another example: do uh, do y'all know Bidlow Corve? <laughs> no, no, but he sounds like he sounds like a Bay Area rapper. <laughs> That's some shit E-40 said. It means sandwich. <laughs> Get on that Bidlow curve. And he'll explain He'll explain that slang in the very next line. You still won't <laughs> understand it. So Bidlow Quirve is the... In, uh, in Jedi, when Luke is down in the Rancor's den and he throws the skull at the button, Bidlow Quirve is the name of the person to whom that skull once belonged. No! This person has an entire backstory in the extremely nerdy expanded universe. Yeah, it's a fucking skull. I can top that, though. I can top that. Do y'all know the story of Luke Skywalker with two U's? This Again, is... Bay, Ar- Bay Area rapper. <laughs> Luke! Okay. Luke! Luke! So in the um again in the expanding universe, which are no longer no longer valid because um George Lucas, of course, he was too lazy to flesh out his universe and he just was like, even though the internet didn't exist, he's just like, Oh, I'll let the internet do it. And then Disney came along and said, No, 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 grown ups are here, we're gonna make money on everything. Um back then, uh Admiral Thrawn, who is he was after the collapse of the Empire, he was one of the main um post Empire bad guys. He was this allegedly brilliant um space admiral um and he's kind of he's back in the in the he's he's canon again but this part isn't he made a clone of luke skywalker and the way you could tell them apart was this the clones his name was spelled l-u-u-k-e skywalker and it gets better because after luke skywalker died he was replaced with luke skywalker three u's someone actually wrote this (laughs) <laughs> it was probably George Lucas, king of dumb ideas. So uh, I'm making a movie about uh, L-U-U-U-U-K-E Skywalker. Good God. That's astonishing. It's the dumbest uh, thing I, you've ever heard. I know. We, it, Ryan and I had an entire conversation about the Jawas and about kind of like how how they need some kind of story. Well, let's 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 review. So the Jawas, based on what we know, from the events of A New Hope. Um, this is what we know about them. They have a huge fucking transport vehicle. A vehicle that is possibly the physically largest thing we've seen in the Star Wars universe. It's like, I would say in terms of capacity, it's definitely bigger than an at Walker, but it's maybe not as tall. And they use this to roam around the desert and kidnap lost 
robots. That's it. That's all we see them do. And that's all we see them sell when they go to market. And by market, I mean just pull up at somebody's house. They're just selling used droids. Now, because this is a desert planet, A, I don't know how many lost droids there are, and B, it feels like the chances are good that they're going to pull up to somebody's house and say, like, droids for sale, and they're going to say, like, yeah, two of those belong to me. Yeah, you can see right there, I I, I labeled them with my name. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only yeah, house for 80 droids. miles. Of course so they're mine. What is the pro- like, what are the economics of being a Jawa? It doesn't seem like a profitable or a, or a worthwhile enterprise in any way. I don't get it. So obviously when you make this film, you can answer this in full. But I have a little bit of insight um, based on having gone to Disney a couple years ago. Um, now that Disney owns Star Wars, there's big Star Wars stuff everywhere. And, and Spencer, you, you, you might have seen this too. The, um, the Jawas, there are people dressed up as Jawas walking around. And you can trade with them. And like, if, yeah. you, if you give them something shitty, you know, you give them like a quarter, they're going to dig in their bag and give you something shitty back. But if you give them something good, like I saw someone give them a banana and they dug around in their little bags and pulled out like a pin, which like at Disney, a pin is like that. Those are fucking awesome. You want to collect pins. And like my daughter, she traded the Jawas a pin and they spent like like this little thing spent <laughs> uh, this, this little creature spent like a good minute finding her something really sweet. So they do trade stuff besides just droids. You just wouldn't know it from the movie. I, but where are they getting that shit? People give it to to. I don't know. See, this is a question you have to answer. Somebody's given somebody's given them just pills, right? This is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Florida. Somebody's just walked up and given them like I got five oxy. What you got? <laughs> Chawa hands over a handgun. Shh. Is any of this legal? It is on Tatooine. <laughs> uh, there's another, there's <laughs> another character on Tatooine I'd like to do a movie about, and that's racist Moss Eisley bartender, because this is the bartender who all all three PO and R two D two try to do is literally enter the bar. That's it, and he's just like, nope, they're not wanted here. We don't like, we don't serve their kind. They have to wait outside. So he's got a very strict line about this. And at first, you're like, well. Maybe droids cause trouble. Maybe droids uh, interfere with the aesthetic, or who's to say? But then, later on, this same bartender does not kick out a man who cuts off another patron's arm and a man who shoots another patron. Like, those, they only, they only sort of, like, move along and about their business because they choose to. At no point is he like, hey, that's not cool. You have to go. There is no penalty for murder or dismemberment, but being a droid crosses the line? Like, what are what are this man's politics, and what makes him think he has any standing to judge droids when he's running this fucking murder bar cantina? I think it's disgusting, and it makes me... He's just, he's just, he's just trying to make Tatooine great again, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's trying to do. You might as well be wearing a little red hat. Those droids didn't stand for the anthem, okay? <laughs> Literally all C-3PO can do is stand. He can't kneel even if he wants Actually, to. Actually, I know the problem. C-3PO knows a lot of languages. Come on now. Can't trust that. We only speak one language here in this bar. It's the one that sounds like... 
Yeah, I um I think that uh, the the other the other droid I want to do is I want to do the uh, nervous addict drama, but with the medical droid that pops up in Empire Strikes Back. Right? How are you doing, sir? Everything's fine. I have imposter syndrome and I take robot drugs just to get through my day. <laughs> That's all I hear every time I see him. Is I just see somebody who's like, I got through robot med school, and one day they'll figure out I'm a fraud. <laughs> what? What about um, the droid that kills Padme? Like, and, and and like the excuse is like super weak. Like, bro, you don't you only have a cover story. You just straight up murdered her. He's like, oh, yeah, she was uh, real sad. She's very <laughs> sad. There's there nothing she could do. Sat weak and travel through space and across the universe, but sadness eludes us. The other the other droid I really like, by the way, who has a backstory that's funnier than anything I could make up. Because I said, oh man, we need something on like what an awkward like thing person droid character uh ig88 who if you know like this is another thing ryan and i discussed which i think is an important point uh darth vader hires a bunch of bounty hunters in empire right to go find han solo they hire them and one there's no way that vader did the proper paperwork their books are a mess right two ig88 is just a robot and he's just made to like hunt and murder so he's just got to be the worst hang ever, right? Like, so how's the family? Pursue, yeah. <laughs> Kill, stun. Like, he's, it's got to be a bad hang. Right? I don't know. It sounds like hanging with a strength coach. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like they have some hobbies, and you can talk to them about lifting, <laughs> right? But like, you know, and even if you're hanging out, right? Like, there's like Han Solo, and then there's Bosk, who's just a big lizard. But I don't know. Like, I could amuse myself feeding frogs to Bosk. Right, I'm pretty sure Bosk is the dog, the bounty hunter of the yeah, Star Wars. yeah. Like Bosk probably wants to get down, you know, pound a couple of beers, do some shots, <laughs> and tell you about the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no way Bosk isn't a man of faith. He's like, listen, Bosk is bored again. Jesus. Listen, I used to be like you. I used to be running spice. <laughs> you know, the Lord put me on a different path. It's a rough road, but it's one He made me strong enough to walk. Do you mean the force? No, I mean Jesus Christ, so bitch. It flows, it's all around you. It's kind of like that. Why don't you come to my men's weightlifting group? We, we lift before church on Sunday. What the fuck is Sunday? It's the Lord's Day. I'll work in. I'll work in. All right, let's get out of here and head to the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, no, there's no way Bosk isn't taking the little lizard lets to Chick-fil-A. No, man, Boss lives out in like Cumming. He lives out in like McDonough, Georgia. You know, no way he doesn't drive the Yukon of the skies. That's it. There's Slave One. It's Boba Fett ship, and then there's just a big old GMC Yukon that just flies like it's a spaceship. See that new Kirk Cameron movie, Boss? I don't want to talk. About... Come on, he's got a Salt Life sticker on the back. It's weird. <laughs> That's not even part of the universe. <laughs> But yeah, like you could hang with Bosk. That's cool. That's fine. I mean, Let any me of these bounty hunters would make for a better movie oh, than fucking God. Boba Fett. Luckily, that'll never happen. Oh, shit. About that. I guess that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah they're going to make a movie yeah. about a guy whose big achievement, by the way, is falling in a hole. But then there's a whole other story where he falls in it again. <laughs> what a fuck up.
it's like it's like the whole's like i don't want to eat boba fett and the whole's mom is like you, you will finish every bite of boba fett or you are not going outside he uh, boba fett has the spaceship that is the most unfortunate yeah. to bring up in casual conversation the name of like if he's just out at lunch with a friend and they're like oh cool spaceship what's it called he's go. like slave slave one called slave one i didn't name it that okay that's the factory name that's what it's, that's what mitsubishi decided yeah. to just call say, it okay just say it's italian slavione it's <laughs> oh 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 speaking of names um do y'all know darth maul's brother's name why does darth maul have a brother everyone's got everyone's got a family Wars, ryan bro. everyone's related there's like two is it families chad maul? no is it chad maul chad no maul. no it's not chad maul so you know how the st- <laughs> you know the Star Wars thing where like everyone you can immediately tell from their name whether they're a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. So Darth Maul's brother is named Savage Opress. <laughs> Do you think he's a bad guy also? <laughs> Somebody did some good work on thesaurus.com. <laughs> Savage Opress. Yeah. So I want a Savage Opress movie. We we learned this of course because Darth Maul, like Boba Fett, was um. A popular character, despite like showing up and immediately dying, so he also survived falling in a hole, and he went to live on a garbage planet where he built himself spider legs out of garbage, then met his brother and took over um, a planet with a mafia and so on and so forth. Finally got killed by Obi-Wan, but the takeaway of all this is we need a savage oppressed movie. I would also watch a movie about what Obi-Wan did for all of those years on Tatooine. Because he's not out jedi and he doesn't have a job, as far as I can tell. And everybody just thinks he's like this crazy old man. So I assume he's just staying home on message boards all day. Yeah, just thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs. I just want to see like Sir, uh, re- recreated Sir Alec Guinness on Tiger Droppings. Have you ever seen... Okay, this, this leads to another question I, I had, which is I want the story of all of the... I mean, doesn't Yoda live to be... 900 something like that yeah i mean he lives like almost a millennium yeah and i know that that based on my own life you know not not all of those years are popping (laughs) or interesting you know there's just vast empty spaces and i know that he's tied into the force and meaningful but i also know that even in the star wars universe there's long periods of just going and getting trashed on planets and hiding from the world for you jedis want, right you want, you want the year where yoda was struggling and selling cutco knives well what made me think of it there is a bad lip reading video set to music that is uh just yoda like you know the reading his lips and making up nonsense to him and honestly it sounds like yoda mm-hmm. it sounds like he had a year where he went down to the beach and got attacked by some seagulls and then walked back and was like, yeah, man, fuck seagulls. They're bad. <laughs> like, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, you know it's going to happen to you. Like, Yoda's monologues don't always have to be meaningful. I bet there were several hundred years where they were things like, you know, if you go down to the beach, you get attacked by seagulls. Hey, if you go to the grocery store and you ask for a kid's cookie, technically, they, they can't tell to, you no. They, they have to give it to you. Legal they, they, they can't ask for ID. <laughs> That's a discretionary cookie give. They have to give you that cookie. <laughs> you might as well try it. It costs you. It costs you nothing. And if it works, you get a cookie. <laughs> like there's got to be several hundred years of banal Yoda. In Yoda's there. got a fucking life hacks blog. <laughs> That's all Jedi do, though, man. Right? Like 
they 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 mope around and nag people until they get in trouble and then they go hide on a planet and sulk for 300 years until somebody needs their advice luke obi-wan yoda that's all these people do oh yeah jedi are definitely going to costco just for a free sample day 100 percent, 100 percent. limit limit none is displayed <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm Jimmy. Come on, Yoda has to. Yoda has to have life so wired that uh, it's you know what? boring. Yoda's an extreme couponer, isn't he? Oh, no doubt, no doubt. You don't want to get you don't want to get behind him in a checkout line. Yoda, Yoda's <laughs> got to have some problematic opinions, though. Like, think about if your granddad was born in the year um, one o eighteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the problem is all of his opinions have got to be so dated at this point. That'd be like if you had a grandfather this old who had like opinions about Visigoths. Okay, You'd yeah. Like I, that doesn't really come into play anymore. Your, your granddad says some racist shit about the Huns, and you're like, I, right. exactly. I don't know if I'm related to the Huns or not, so I'm just going to ignore this. Yeah, that's several. That's several hundred iterations of interbreeding with other people from other continents ago. Uh, but you're still holding it like deeply, right? Like honestly, Yoda probably like would take civilization very personally because he'd go, "Ah, the Mongols, bastards! <laughs> you killed my friend Ted. You killed my kindergarten teacher." Yeah, no, I mean he'd, he'd have some beef, right? He'd have like he'd be like, "Ah, Napoleon, what a dick." I think my favorite part about Yoda's backstory is that no one knows what he is. It's like you look on the page and it's like Yoda species. Well, he's Yoda. Well, he's just a Yoda. Is Yoda like is Yoda like one of those Chinese dogs that turns out to be a bear? Do we eventually find out? Do we eventually find out that you actually bought a feral deer, ma'am? <laughs> yeah, this is just this is just a this is a talking anteater. He's yeah, that's all he is. He's just a talking chinchilla. Like that's that. I just if they don't know what he is, that he could be anything. This smart frog doesn't jump. <laughs> that that and uh that and the other character i really want um i've always loved porkins because he's the only demonstrably fat person not fat thing remember there's plenty of fat things in star wars there's right another but you can keep going it's fine is there another fat is there another fat dude yeah the rancor master yes yes I forgot. We don't know that he's human, though, right? So let's, he's human all right let's assume that the Rancor Master and Porkins are brothers. That's... Ooh. I was going <laughs> to say that's quite an assumption, but since it's Star Wars, I don't see any way around it. <laughs> there is some alternate story where Porkins, who, if you'll know, is the, the guy in Star Wars who uh, is the fat guy who is shot and killed, uh, and everyone goes, wow, that was savage. Also... How is there a fat X-Wing pilot? Well, that, that, like, everybody else's name is just, like, everybody's got their call sign. You're like, Red 5, gold leader, standing by. And then out of nowhere, just like, Porkins, tighten up. It's like, God damn, can't we we stick to the call signs? We talked to HR about you not calling me Porkins over the fucking radio, and you did it again. Look out, fat guy. <laughs> Flapmaster Jenkins reporting. Like, oh, come on. So yeah, so here's my theory. Porkins and the Rancor Master are brothers. Porkins dies in the first the attack on the first Death Star. And he leaves a very young Rancor to his brother, the soon-to-be Rancor Master. His brother is fucking pissed because 
He told Porkins, don't go join up with Rebel Alliance. They won't appreciate you the way I, your brother, do, and they're just going to call you fatty. And sure enough, that's what happened. And I'm sure the Rebel Alliance did very little to commemorate Porkins' passing. And so Rancor Master says, fuck it. I'm not participating in all that. I'm going to take my, my, my new pet Rancor, go work for Jabba. And that's why he's so sad at the end, because when Luke, the fucking hero of the Rebel Alliance, kills his Rancor, it's severing his last tie to his dead brother, Porkins. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. I, I sort of think they're the same guy, that Porkins didn't die. He's just, bl- <laughs> he's just blasted clear and holds his breath until he lands. That's it. Just He's a big guy who's got a lot of breath to hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know, the the high body fat definitely insulates him from the cold of space just long enough so that he can go through re-entry, right? He loses some of it. He, he grabs hold of Darth Vader's spinning TIE fighter and he's just like, oh! <laughs> I, I, I sort of feel they made Rogue One just to apologize for that moment. Where it's like, oh God, Darth Vader, our, our ultimate badass bad guy is spinning toward you like a old newspaper in a 1930s <laughs> cartoon. What a what a dork we made him look like. Fine, let's make Rogue One where he looks like a horror movie monster. I have several other requests for Star Wars content before we run out of them completely. One of them is I want an entire short film about what happens when Mace Windu is blown out of the window yeah. and before he lands. That's it. I just want what's going through his head. Because I know at one point it's like, Oh man, did I pay my cable bill? Did I? Should I disconnect? Should I just get YouTube? Should I just do that? That forty dollar bundle? <laughs> like a great deal. It's pro- just that long monologue <laughs> on the way to the ground. I just wanted to end with motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> did they? Did they really turn me into a legend to get Samuel L. Jackson to play me just so some like old creepy dude could? For, like lightning blast me out of this window. I have a purple lightsaber. I, I deserve better than that. 